Southeast Radio's morning mix. Southeast Radio. Good morning, Alan. Nice to talk to you, Michael. First off, as I asked Minister Humphreys to outline the two referendums, so it's Amendment 39 and Amendment 40. Can you just define what they are proposing, please, before we get your view on them? Well, they're both amendments to Article 41 of the Constitution and um, Amendment 39, the 39th Amendment, is to break the link between um, family and marriage and to uh, bring in a notion that um, constitutional families... Um, which are still going to be described as institutions with uh, um, huge constitutional rights can be based on what they call um, durable relationships. But they won't define what a durable relationship is and they say they wouldn't accept in the um, in the in the uh, Shannad, that an amendment which would have uh, given to the Oireachtas the right to decide what does and does not amount to a durable relationship that was rejected. So it's going to be decided by the courts, as you know, Alan. Courts only decide cases where there are disputes before them. So we won't know what we are actually voting for. And I think an awful lot of people. I don't know whether it's the same in Wexford, but it's, uh, certainly it is the case in Dublin um, that an awful lot of people um, have no idea what this referendum is really about the 39th one because it hasn't been explained to them. I've been doing my best uh, in my local area to explain um, what is wrong with this proposal but a huge number of people right across the country just don't have a clue what's involved. And the second one then when it comes to carers, can you give me your view? Well, first of all, outline what's in it because I want to get your view on both of them now in a second. Well, the carers one is is again to make a a different amendment to Article 41 to delete the reference to which recognises the contribution made by women and mothers uh, um, who uh, parent within the home and to delete the obligation on the state to endeavour to um, support mothers uh, who want to... get into the page. Sorry about that, Michael. Yep, go ahead there. Yep. Uh, to support uh, mothers uh, who want to stay in the home and who do not want to be um, forced by economic necessity to work outside the home. They want to take that out and they want to put in instead... Um, a, a different article which says that okay. the state will, will strive to help all family carers. And um, the simple fact is that the amendment the government is proposing has been carefully crafted to give no person in care um, who needs care or person giving care any justiciable right to go to court and say, I want um, uh, the, the courts to intervene to ensure that in my case I am given appropriate care. And I noticed there on your intro, Alan, you're, you're talking about um, means testing for carers. Yeah. There's a case listed for hearing uh, in the Supreme Court on the 11th of April which um, relies on Article 41 to the bit that's about to be taken out. Um, a woman who uh, is looking after a, um, a very badly disabled child um, and who's uh, giving 24-hour care to, to that child. She, th- that care, that, that allowance is means tested at the moment and the result of that is that um, she's getting a, a reduced carer's allowance because her um, partner's uh, income has gone up mm-hmm. and um, she is arguing in the, in the Supreme Court, or she's proposing to argue in the Supreme Court, that the article that they want to take out of the Constitution um, guarantees that that won't be done to her and what will happen is that if it's taken out on the 8th of March her case effectively collapses. All right. So can we go back now and find out what you believe is wrong with uh, the uh, 39th Amendment, the first part, please? What, what do you see wrong with this? 
Well, durable relate. This is proposing to say that durable relationships, fam- um, uh, that durable relationships are the same as marriage when it comes to determining what a what a what a family is. But the problem with that, Alan, is this: supposing uh, they're proposing that a single mother and her child will be con- will constitute a family from now on. That doesn't sound uh, too worrying. But they then say that um, that uh, if a man um, moves into that household and they have two further kids, that uh, and and that's a durable relationship. The question is, what happens to the first uh, family? Uh, it, does it cease to exist? Is it incorporated into the second arrangement? And if he can move out. Uh, and form a third relationship or get married uh, to a different person, um, what happens to the first, second and third families which have been created under the Constitution? Can a man be a male partner in two um, families recognised by the Constitution at the same time? There's no clarity whatsoever on that, and it would appear from, the, from what is intended that they do intend to have a situation where you can, you can have a family um, uh, based on um, a durable relationship and say the man is free to leave that and go off and form another durable relationship without getting anything like divorce and without going through any court process and without um, having to um, um, make provision for his uh, first partner and any children they have. And his point is, Alan, that if if you want to get divorced in this country, you can only do it by going to court, and the court is prohibited under the Constitution from giving you a, a decree of divorce yeah. unless you establish that uh, the spouse you're leaving behind and the children have been uh, appropriately provided for. Mm-hmm. None of that will apply if you, if you just simply say that informal relationships, which are you know 18 months, six months, maybe three years, uh, can come and go as families, okay. and um, people can go from one to the other. Uh, and all the time insist that uh, they are entitled to claim family rights under the Constitution in whichever relationship they are in. Now, just to clarify to our listeners this morning, yesterday we heard from Minister Heather Humphreys advocating a yes vote. Today we're hearing from Senator Michael McDowell, former Tullish, the Minister for Justice and Attorney General, who's advocating a no vote. And next week we will have a full debate where we'll have both sides in studio to, sh- to share their thoughts on yes or no. Uh, Michael, a listener has a message to say, surely a durable relationship is one that is officially registered in the area where the couple are living. No, that's the, well, you might think that. And I put down an amendment in the Shannon to say, you know, that durable relationships should only be those recognised by laws enacted by the Iraqis. But Minister Roderick O'Gorman said, no, he's having all durable relationships are going to be, there's no, going to be no second-class families as far as he's concerned. And there's no question of registering it. I mean, there used to be civil partnerships. They're no longer available. In France, if you want to have some kind of arrangement with a person other than marriage, you can go down to your local um, mairie and, uh, and, and, and register your, 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 um, your co- cohabitation uh, with, with, uh, pu- publicly and get certain rights arising from it. But that is not proposed in Ireland. Durable relationships will only be those recognised by the courts. And as you know, Alan, the courts only decide cases where there's a dispute. And um, so, therefore, there is going to be no certainty about uh, who is and who is not in a durable relationship. And to take a practical example, if I'm married, if I know I'm married, I know I can go to my tax inspector and say, I want married uh, person's tax allowances, or if I want to give money to my spouse, um, a tax-free 
the, the tax inspector says, are you married? Show me that that's the case. In future, um, we're going to have a situation where um, uh, people are going to be in endurable relationships. Uh, people are going to argue as to whether they are in a durable relationship. It may not, it may not suit um, one partner or another to um, be uh, regarded as in a durable relationship with family obligations and the like. Yeah. And uh, all of these things will fall to be decided in court cases. That can't be right. Yeah, I heard that element of the discussion with you and Mary Butler on, on radio over the weekend, which was very interesting, and I was kind of dug into that particular, and as part that we'll explore more when we have our own debate. Time is catching up on me, Michael. Uh, the yeah. advocates of a yes vote are saying, by voting yes in the family referendum, we are recognising the diversity of family life in today's Ireland, where there are 150,000 cohabiting couples and over 200,000 single parent families. By voting yes in the care referendum, the advocates say we can delete outdated and sexist language about women from a constitution and recognise that a woman's place is wherever she wants it to be. You have sent me a list of reasons why to vote no, so by way of conclusion, why are you recommending that people should vote no? Well, firstly, I'm saying that um, the uh, proposal to um, accord family rights to undefined um, relationships between people without any um, control by the Oireachtas is mistaken and will lead to chaos because the example I've just given you, you know, which of those three families still exists after uh, a man has moved in and out of a relationship and moved on to another? The second point is that the consequences of this for inheritance law, for um, immigration law, for taxation law, for pensions, all of those things are bound to come to the, uh, to the, to the courts in future with people claiming uh, that um, because they're in a family and because they're entitled to equality before the law, they want to be treated the same way as married people. And there will be consequences from the family farm to the family business uh, to rights uh, to division of assets when uh, durable relationships break up. All of that is going to come out of this amendment if it's made. And the second one, the Carers Amendment, Alan, it gives no rights to anybody. It doesn't give rights to um, people in care or people who um, are caring for others. None of them are being given what are called justiciable rights. In other words, that you can go to court and say, I want X to be done for me. Um, these are toothless amendments. They were, they've been condemned by, by a number of carers' organizations, and they, they imply that caring for people is the, um, uh, is the function of families only. There are many people who need care who have no family members who can look after them, especially as they get on in years. And there are many, many people who um, want to, uh, disabled people in particular, who want to live in the community uh, and do not want to be dependent on their family. And this amendment, the Article 42B amendment, effectively says that the state um, uh, is going to focus uh, all uh, uh, its uh, endeavours are to strive um, simply uh, on one area of care, which is um, where people in a family are, uh, are supplying care. The state's duty and the community's duty is much wider than that. Thank you for sharing your thoughts with us this morning. You're getting quite a lot of support from listeners who are messaging in. Yesterday we heard advocating the yes vote from Minister Heather Humphreys, who likewise got quite a lot of support as well. So too you have gotten support. Thank you for taking our call this morning, Thanks, Michael. Hello. Good morning Thanks. to you. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.